Welcome to MarketScale's Digital Marketing Professor Series. I'm your host, Sean Heath. Marketing has traditionally been a process where a company determines its image and then finds the best way to communicate that image in an appealing way to its customers. Current trends, however, are flipping the script on that process, and now it's the customers communicating to the company what that company's image is. I have the pleasure today of having a conversation with Dr. Bebe Dong, an associate professor of marketing at Lehigh University. Dr. Dong, how are you today? I'm doing good, Xiang. Thank you very much for having me here. It's my pleasure to share some of my knowledge. Now, I'm very interested in an interesting development in specifically the, the retail, restaurant, uh, hospitality industries, and that is the, the change in the relationship that customer engagement is undergoing because of digital media. Can you talk to me about how that technology is really changing the way the whole interaction occurs? Yeah, sure. Um, so if you really think about today's world, so the digital technology has um, has really strengthened the importance about like customer engagement because now customers are active co-producers or sometimes even destroyers of value for companies. So for example, if we go back to the old days, you think about marketers, we think ourselves are the ones who provide the best values to our customers. But now the entire paradigm has shifted. Now we think more about how can we engage our customers to create values for themselves. So the Downside, the lower side, you can see like many interesting phenomenon that the restaurant industries or the retail industries are already doing. Like if you think about yourself going to Walmart, right? Like you do yourself check out. So that would be one example about like how companies are looking for ways to outsource labors to customers. So then we see that happening in the retailer business, happening that uh, that happens in the restaurants. And actually interestingly, like in 2018, this year is a year, I would say, like kind of revolutionary because self-service technologies have been already going on for a while. But I interestingly, this is the year most of the major companies have an announced their expansion. They, are go they want to do more. So for example, like Walmart has launched many new scan and go program in its stores nationwide. And similarly, um, like McDonald's and Wendy's both announced that they are going to almost make like 50% of their restaurants using self-ordering kiosks. So by saying that now, the, the very good point is like now they can have customers do all the checkouts for themselves, which could substantially reduce their waiting time because there are more lanes opening up now. And it actually substantially improved the customer shopping experience as well. And even like McDonald's was saying like, while well, when we put in those self-ordering kiosks, we can actually add in more time and a service for like table service. So they can actually allocate, um, delegate their employees to provide a customer service, which is not quite normal or expected in a fast food like restaurant chain. Well, that's on the low end that companies think about, okay, how can I utilize consumer resources to be my endless labor? 
But on the high end, retailers are really looking for high-tech options to offer more digitalized retail experience. There is a danger in going too far to the digital side. It it probably is not a healthy decision for a company to abandon traditional marketing and media, right? That's true. Yeah. So that's a very good point. So like the the Walmart example I was talking about, like their Scan and Go program. So they actually introduced that program like a couple of years ago, and by that time, it was a pilot in some of the stores, and it wasn't very successful. So there was a there was even a time period Walmart was saying that we actually want to cutting back all the self checkout lanes. I think that was before Thanksgiving because they expect a lot of shopping going on. They were saying, okay, we'll go back to the human uh, cashier interactions. But regardless, we like it or not, the trend is moving up. Like you think about Amazon has its Amazon Go. They opened a new store in Seattle that's completely.、Um, Digitalized. Well, companies need they need to do that, but at the same time, they need to be very careful about doing it because there are a lot of issues here about like whether customers like it or not, they are ready for it or not. The design of the technology itself needs to be really thought through. Like you cannot have like more than six steps on your first screen. So there are a lot of nice things, small things that they need to really think through before they actually can launch this type of program. Are smartphones the driving force behind the majority of these changes? Are is that technology what is is forcing the hand of the industry? That's a very good question. It is. I would say that actually make the things become more pleasant. So I'm not sure whether you have the experience or not. Like like Marriott, they have those、uh, those new like self checking using your mobile phone. So before we launch all those technologies, the downside about it, like when consumers show like resistance to it, is more about like. The convenience of doing it, the extra cost they have put in as labor effort, but a mobile phone makes things become much simple and easier. It's just like one click, and because the relationship you know we as consumers with mobile mobile phones are so close, this makes it a big easy step to actually chip in that market. It feels as if. The technology that is in the customers' hands is really starting to change the conversation of who defines a company's brand. Exactly, that's a very good point. So, if you think about we like like we as marketers, almost like every day we are thinking about ways how can we send the message about what our brand is to our customers. But nowadays. Consumers are much more empowered, largely by the social media, largely by the mobile phone, largely by how easy they have the access to the apps on their phone and on the internet. Consumers are defining what a brand is. So there were like sayings about like if you want to know what is your brand, Google it. The reason is because then you can find all the answers on the web pages from social media, and the consumers are largely talking about stories. So that's why marketers nowadays have to be really careful. On the one hand, if there is any small incidents, it's going to be a big news on social media very soon. I think United learned that by heart, right? And on the other hand, consumers are also important influencers. 
So in the old days, when we talk about marketing, we look at customers who can bring the most value to the companies, who shop the most, who spend the most to the company. Now we look at who are the most strongest influencer to the market. So in other words, even someone who does not shop a lot in my company, in my business, but if he's like an opinion leader, a social leader who's really active on the social media interface, that could be a really powerful influencer to actually market my brand. So in that sense, it's really the customers who actually are taking part of the brand development responsibilities for the company. One of the challenges that comes along with the increase in technology is while it does mm -hmm. make things possible that were not previously possible, it also brings an additional set of challenges, specifically privacy concerns. As we become more connected digitally to the companies that we work with, we're generating a lot of data. We're giving up a lot of information about ourselves, and that is something that can make consumers nervous. Some of the companies that are, are doing a fairly good job at that mm -hmm. are noticeable. But what's really noticeable is when you have a company that has a data breach, a company that's not protecting that information. Just how critical is security in safeguarding customers' information as far as the life of a company? Can a data breach be a death sentence for a company? Yes, I think so. I think over the years, um, consumers, so we as consumers, we probably are not aware of that, how much data are collected every second about us. And this is especially because of the digital booming here. So think about every device we are using now, every smart device we are using, we put in our house, we put in our living room, in our kitchen, is a data generator. We're probably even not aware of like how much data we have been actually collected, even when we just turn on our smart TV. So that's the part that's the benefit of big data because companies when they collect all those data they can do marketing in a much more efficient and effective way they know really well our customers and they can help them to tailor their business programs marketing promotions really effective so you only get the promotions that are really beneficial to you but on the other hand i think because of the issue the debate we have now about data breach consumers start to be increasingly concerned about how much data are collected and how much data are collected in a known fashion like if i know and instead of like everything is done in the background of the, my smartphone, my smart TV. So that would be a tricking point for companies. And they have to deal with it by understanding the point because that's going to be a decision factor in the future when customers decide, okay, who's the provider I'm going to actually buying product with or buying service with. This constant digital connection that we are mm -hmm. starting to live with, uh, is responsible for two types of data generation. There's the passive data generation that you mentioned, all of our personal details, our, our likes, our dislikes, our tendencies. But there's another type of data that's generated, and that is the intentional data. That is the user-generated content. How are companies taking advantage of including their users in content generation? Very good point. So if you think about it, like we just talked about, like in the 
With the tech, the empowerment of technology, customers are much more engaged, like in the brand development. In that sense, companies have to look at the user-generated content. By saying user-generated content, we are saying like it could be any information, insights, preference generated by the user and intentionally. So. We have we have found many good examples that companies are exploring the idea. So it could be as simple as you invite your customers in your new product development, like the example about Lego. They actually ask customer customers to share those Lego ideas, or it could be you have your customers doing all the service themselves for you. Or even on the higher end, you can have customers design marketing campaign for you. Like the example about like Dorito, they have their Crash the Super Bowl contest. It's one of the most exciting campaign I think for consumers who really are passionate about like advertising, because that's the moment. It's a very valuable moment that you get the opportunity actually to run those marketing campaign by yourself by competing those like big time. And also, like the the、uh, like the example of lace, they do that do as a flavor campaign. That was like a very well known campaign. But the really nice part of it is that they are not not just using consumers to spread the word of mouth. They are doing more than that. They engage customers in multiple data points of their product development and the launch into the market. The primary data point or access point that most companies have to us that that you and I've already talked about is our smartphone. Right. That that seems to indicate that mobile marketing is of supreme importance because that could be the first impression that you make with a customer. Traditionally, my first impression with a laundry detergent was I go into the store, I buy a bottle of detergent, I take it home and test it. Hey, I like this one, or、mm-hmm. I don't like this one.、Mm-hmm. Now I might learn about a new potato chip. On my on my phone、mm-hmm. before I've ever even stepped into the store. Mobile marketing really is becoming incredibly important. Exactly. So. Uh, talking about that point, because nowadays there are many different shopping behaviors. Like many of the retailers are talking about, now we design websites specifically tailored for mobile marketing. So it's like completely mobile marketing、uh, friendly interface. It's because the way consumers shopping has changed a lot as well, and the mobile probably is one of the channel that they can just they just cannot ignore. In addition to that, like people shop on mobile phone. There are more situations like when we step in the store. Many occasions, it's a multiple channel integration there. So, in other words, think about if we go into a store, we look at something in the store. We probably would wondering, okay, so should I buy in the store? Or should I buy actually online? Or should I buy in different outlets? And then that's the moment that mobile actually becomes really useful tool for them to do the research. And companies have to be aware of that. In that last mile of shopping destination of consumers, mobile plays. Such an important role for consumers to gather information, make payments, make transactions. As customers generate this data through their mobile platforms,、mm-hmm. 
I want to go back to the McDonald's example that you gave as far as mm-hmm. changing the entire infrastructure of their dining area to include kiosks, uh, to free up more personnel for table service. It seems that a lot of things are going to have to change in that specific industry. You you're changing your customer engagement, which then affects what customers purchase, which affects your inventory needs, which then uh, changes your balance of the price of your meal versus the ingredients, and which is going to affect what you purchase from suppliers, which is going to affect the weight on distribution change. It's a huge network of changes, and it's all spurred by that small little supercomputer that we hold in our hands. Exactly. But I think that's the change is necessary for companies to think about, to experiment, and probably in the future to completely replace like the employees. Because like when we think about like how we be, how we best utilize our um, our resources and how we best position ourselves, I think McDonald's made a big step by actually changing the brand positioning of the company because by doing that on the one hand they provide a more digitalized experience for customers who are now gradually becoming familiar and used to this type of service and on the other hand we would start to rethink about is McDonald's really a fast food restaurant, which means that in the future, in the previously you thought that's like zero service, or it's really about how you can best utilize your resource to provide the highest value, even through customer service. So it's going to be a challenge for McDonald's in many different directions in their business planning. But I would consider that's a very important move for the company and then they are not alone there are so many different like restaurant industries that they are doing that because they realize that's actually the future and let's finish today with an eye towards the future as someone who is constantly looking at the changes in several industries technology is causing paradigm shifts in every industry, healthcare, retail, hospitality, uh, construction. It's changing everything. As someone who is constantly looking forward, what are a couple of the technological advances that you see that will have what you feel to be the most impact on our lives, say, in the next five to ten years? Okay, very good question. I think... um, there are a number of things that technology is active act is very important, like proactively moving us forward. One thing I think is artificial intelligence. So that really relates to like robotics, like how we can optimize things and autom- provide automatic um, surveys to customers. So when the first burger rest place opened in San Francisco that is completely operated by robotics, that's the moment people start need to think about the relationship between human and robotics. And I think it's not just about how our lives will be made much easier with all those robotics. It's also important for us to think about what would be our value as human beings and as future employees that are going to compete with the robotics that we as human that we have developed. 
We just have to be more smarter than the robotics and find our own value. And talking about that, I think we need to be careful because there are certain things robotics can definitely do for us, but there are other things I think that we are more good at, like creative creativity, like how can we solve complex problems using creativity? And this is part of the things that are very important. The other trend I see is like virtual reality. So that's actually also another technology development that have made a lot of things which you probably never think that's going to happen, or it's very hard for you to predict that you can have those things now experience it by yourselves. So we see more and more use of that, like in the medical field, like medical students. It's very hard for them to understand a lot of medical problems without trying it on seeing it themselves. But by using virtual reality, we provide a relatively cost free method for them actually to learn those things more effectively by actually really experiencing it in the virtual world. And also examples like, um, like I think like travel industries, there's virtual reality, like they are working on using virtual reality to improve the experience. So it's like if one day you say, okay, I really want to go to Australia, for example, but I'm really not sure what are the things that I'm going to feel, experience. And then here's the virtual reality that you can help your customers, your potential customers to frame their potential experience. And that may excite them and help them to be a better planner for their travel. So these are the use that are gradually facing into the industries. And that's the things companies have to um, be aware of. Well, I have just enjoyed this time that I've had to talk with you. It's been an absolute pleasure. Today, I've had the privilege of having a conversation with Dr. Bebe Dong, the Associate Professor of Marketing at Lehigh University. Professor Dong, thank you so much for taking time today. I really do appreciate it. Thank you. That's my pleasure. Thank you for listening to this episode of our podcast. If you'd like to find out more or listen to previous episodes, go to marketscale.com industries. And if you have a chance, subscribe to the MarketScale publications for the latest articles, videos, and podcasts from your favorite industries.